uh, and you received bananas, ceramic gauntlets, some uh, foreign gold currency that you you're not able to identify. Yeah, and Bitcoin. A, big scary book that had some kind of demonic symbol on the front that had locks on it didn't it it did have locks on it big old big old locks and bagels man i can't believe somebody would just leave giant slices of smoked salmon on top of a book (laughs) (laughs) this is quid pro roll a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world There is nothing wrong with your audio equipment. Do not attempt to adjust the settings. I am controlling this recorded transmission. If I wish to adjust your volume, I can simply raise it to a cacophony or lower it to a whisper. I can speak directly before you or drop my voice into an endless void. For the next hour, I will control all that you hear and fill your mind with imagery so vivid, you'll question your very eyes. In the previous transmission, the party answered prying questions in the dusty key hall. But victorious they were, and with the bronze key in hand, they returned to the Hall of Prophecy to discover artifacts of an ancient and foreign culture. Now, sit quietly as you are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from within the mind and extends through space and even time itself. You all are shaken from your observation of the strange book at the loud and sudden crack of thunder that just sort of tears through the building. You can tell it's from the outside, but it's very loud and sounds like it hit real close. I, I was about to ask how this pertains to prophecy, but I'm actually kind of concerned about the animals given how close that was. So I feel like maybe we should go outside and investigate what the heck just happened. Okay. Do we want to take this stuff with us? I think it would be dangerous to just leave it now that we've done whatever we've done. Yeah, I don't I don't want some random chromatic priest coming in here and being like, ooh, an evil book. <laughs> So, uh, Let me add this to my evil book collection that I got on Etsy. Very <laughs> sustainable sourcing of yeah, evil books. It is a tome of horrors. Um. So I'll grab the book. Uh, should we also... Who wants the banana? You actually aren't able to identify the fruit. Who wants this strange yellow curved fruit? Oh my <laughs> gosh, fruit, right? it looks like the snake. We should call it banana. <laughs> Perfect. A plus. I don't work. That works for me. I don't particularly want to carry that around because I have a tendency to be like rolling through stuff. So everything in my bag needs to be fairly unsquishable, and those look very squishy. Okay. Um. My my bag is somewhat stiff, so I'll, I can carry it all. I could. I I'll hang on to the uh gold pieces because oh. I can guarantee I won't spend them accidentally. Oh, speaking of which, a gold piece for you, a gold piece for you, a gold piece for you, and a gold piece for you. This is from the uh, the bandits we killed earlier. Oh, uh, okay. Mine just still been, has blood on it. Just been sitting on those, are you, have you? Well, I, I picked them up. There wasn't really a good time for exchanging them because, you know, we were reunited with Alita. I wasn't really thinking about it. It just occurred to me because I was thinking about gold pieces. <coughs> Um, so I, I don't, for the same reason, I didn't really want to hold on to, uh, what we're deciding to call bananas, which hopefully don't already have a name. Um, I'm going to hold on, uh, I'm going to not hold on to those gauntlets because those also look kind of fragile. They're kind of pretty though. 
Well, maybe you hold on to them. Yeah, I think I will take these. Okie dokie, it's then. okay with everyone else. Go for it. All right, Aaliyah's going to take the ceramic gauntlets. I, I would love to spend more time here puzzling over how this is a hall of prophecy exactly, but I do want to go check on Midnight. The hall, of, the hall of Prophecy sounds like an amusement park attraction that doesn't get a lot of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I would always check those out anytime I was at a carnival or whatever, because you never know like what kind of neat smoke tricks they're doing in there. Prophecy in a draconic shrine is not smoke tricks. No, but Boat was saying that he would avoid it in like a carnival, and I'm saying... I always go to those at carnivals because they're great. All right, we're leaving, correct? Yes, let's go. Alita is going to go over to where the map was that said Beyond the Misted Seas that was ruined with ink and roll up the map and take it with her. What are you going to do with all that ruined paper? I don't know. It might be possible to fix it or get it looked at. If there's a map of the space beyond the misted seas that's been lost for longer than the metallic dragons have that could be that could be really useful okay i just like it looks pretty well ruined i don't know it very well could be ruined or it could be fixed and it's just vellum there's no reason not to cake it with me i guess that's true all right uh i guess let's tie ourselves back together once we get out to the to the mouth of the shrine so the journey outside of the shrine, like getting out of the shrine, is pretty uneventful. You do say your goodbyes to the forge spirit before leaving. And as you step outside into the cave that led into the shrine, you see that an enormous storm has swept over the coast and is actively churning the sea. Like butter. As, as you look out, something catches your eye. In the dark ocean in a little bit way a little ways away but not so far as to be unreachable under the waves seems to be a glowing building like an undersea temple perhaps i mean maybe <laughs> it's the I'm, lost city of atlanta I'm i thought you're about to say undersea palace and call out my chrono trigger obsession <laughs> i'm sorry what the hell is that we're going to have to fight Dalton and the Mammon Machine when we get there. <laughs> I'll just randomly halve your HP every part of the fight, just because no. I'm awful. No! Josh remembers the Dalton fight. I hate percent HP attacks. They're the worst. Oh, what? Well, they can't kill you. They can get you so low that a stiff breeze will kill you. All right, all these Chrono Trigger references aside... Um, <laughs> Glowing building, under the ocean, big storm. Under the sea. All right, I am, I am now significantly more concerned for the well-being of Midnight, Snuffles, and Strongy. So let's, let's get up topside. And Solinar pulls back out the 50 foot of rope and ties himself off at the front. Right. And just like holds the rope out for somebody else to tie themselves off behind him. Koza ties himself next. Alita's gonna tie herself behind Koza. So I'm going to have all of you roll dexterity. Well, that's not very good. Uh, I rolled an eight. Fortunately, my dexterity- I will dexterity... allow you to add acrobatics or athletics. I mean, acrobatics makes this wild because that's 16. Uh, all right. Just raw dexterity, it would have been a 12. So I'm not, it's not like an awful roll. It's just not good. Solonar's struggling with the fact that these pegs are now wet. I rolled a 14 with athletics. Oh, yeah, with the okay. pegs wet, can we all roll a disadvantage? No, oh, no. I've, I've increased the, I increased the difficulty class because of their wet. Mm. What'd you get, Johannes? 11. With athletics? Yeah, I rolled bad. <laughs> Woof. Okay. Koza? 16. All right. Koza, I'm going to have you roll a strength saving throw. We're going to pull you off, Koza. Come to your death with us. Yeah, that's 11. <laughs> Do I now so, need to roll a strength saving throw? No, you're dead. Don't. <laughs> your, your HP's been halved. Oh, no. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Okay. That's interesting. So all of you, given the slipperiness of the pegs, you all slide off with the exception 
of Alita, who nat 20 her strength saving throw and is holding on for dear life onto one of the pegs. You guys have like five seconds before her grip le like gives. Do this S Alita. I almost certain her arms are her arms are dislocated, but she she critted so. Um, y'all need to figure out something quick. Uh, Solinar is going to try to find a spot on the wall to grip so that his weight is not holding down the rest of the party. Since is there any way right to, the like, front. is there any way to, like, swing us so somebody could grab another one of the pegs? Uh, I'm going to have both of you roll. Is this a human centipede <laughs> wall swinging situation? <laughs> well, Alita was in the middle. Oh, so we're we're just on both sides. We're like a we're a limp caterpillar on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm gonna have both of you roll athletics or acrobatics, whichever is higher. Can I um change into a ferret so I'm not as heavy? Would that yes, give them? Yes, I will allow that. Yeah. That you know what's advantage? gonna happen? That rope around your waist. <laughs> yeah, but it would. I'd grab the rope. But can that give them? Would that give them an advantage <laughs> on this roll? Bye, ferret. <laughs> <laughs> Splash. I think I think you fall. If you change into a fairy, you're gone. Hey, I have a fairy's hey, got grippy claws. I, I think I know could, I know he can't wild shape into anything that flies, but what if he wild shaped into like a flying squirrel that just glides? Then he'll Ooh. glide down. Is that there is a feather <laughs> fall? This is we found our way around feather fall. Feet into yeah, the well, like, yeah, I mean the difference between falling and feather falling is pretty significant, I think. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I also feel like we're we're gamifying Koza's gut instincts too much. All right, so what we're going to do is I will allow you to transform into a ferret, wiggle yourself out of the knotted rope, um, and scamper if that is something you so wish. Wait, Mo, wiggle himself out of the knotted. What? How fat is this ferret? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not. The way the way that it's tied, it's not. <laughs> I'm letting him like grab onto the rope when he transforms so he doesn't just <laughs> straight fall into the churning rocks below. So, um, what an anticlimactic death for Koza. So, out of character, so would that give them an advantage though? Because now they're dealing with less weight to swing. Uh, it will buy you a little bit more time with Alita okay. holding on. So, yeah, so that, that happens, do. which immediately then, because I think I'm on the other side, like seeing the ferret change, I'm like, Oh no, we're completely imbalanced. Alina needs to make a new save. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, boat, Solinar, if you guys would go ahead and roll your rolls. Uh, 19. Oh, killer. Solinar got a non-nat 20 on his acrobatics. So, you, Boat, what were you trying to do overall? I was trying to quickly swing to be able to grip with either my legs or my arms uh, some other... Um, like step or uh like protuberance from the rock you were able to swing enough to get your to get your hand around one of the uh bars jutting out from the cliff okay uh solinar you were able to scrap since you were scrambling to the wall uh well the cliff side uh you were able to find a foothold into the side of the, into the sheer rock and a small branch growing out of the side is enough for you to grab your hand onto. Koza, uh, what are you doing now that you are ferret? Um, I crawl up the uh, rope and over the everybody else onto one of the um, spikes. So you just crawl to safety like a little opportunistic jerk. Well, I'm just getting out of the way. Uh, yeah, that's what you're doing. All right, <laughs> Johannes. My arms and legs are too short to reach the cliffside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dangling like a fish on a right. line. So now that Alita is only supporting her weight and Johannes's weight, it's a little bit easier. And now actually Boat is helping support Johannes. So that works out pretty well. Boat, what are you doing? You're in the best position right now. Um, I mean, I'm trying to just get... You said I just had one hand on the projection. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to get a much better, more stable grip on it. You will be able to, without rolling, get both hands up and kind of pull yourself up because the natural athleticism implied by being adventurer would make that not really a difficult feat. Okay. I'm not an aerialist, but I'm going to try to roll myself up the cord with specialty aerialist moves. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have you roll acrobatics then. 
Oh my gosh, I rolled well. I was really hoping to do poorly. Can I roll at disadvantage? Because <laughs> I'm not No, an I'm not letting you roll at disadvantage just because you want to fail. I, I want to. <laughs> I want it to be harder. Uh, I, I'm. I rolled a twenty. Like not natural. Okay, so weirdly enough, you kind of. Like those aerialists that descend on silks and do like cool acrobatic Cirque du Soleil moves. Johannes kind of evokes that as he like sachets his way up the silk. Yeah. In this case, rope. uh, And gets, I guess, I guess you get up to the protrusion so you can lift yourself up. Yeah, it's all about core strength. Good God, you're doing that in arm. I'm very terrified by what Johannes's abs look like. <laughs> it's just one big ab. Just a single ab. So Johannes is up and Boat is up. Uh, and Solonar, Koza's you're, up. And Koza's up. Solonar, you're against the wall. Alita's going to, her grip is going to give at this point. Bye, Alita. So, um, to grip, well, so, so can Alita, I, I'm Alita gonna... shouldn't be needing to grip at this point because Solonar's holding the wall. And everybody she's else still is up. holding on. Alina, no, you saved us. You can up. let go now. You can. <laughs> bye. <laughs> so, uh, Koza's going to jump onto Alita and cast. Um, well, he has to turn back into a person, right? To cast magic. I can't. Remember. Yes, you cannot cast yeah. magic as a ferret. So, I, the ferret jumps onto Alita and then turns into a person. Yeah. He's like bear hugging Alita. <laughs> yeah. And then um, from the, his staff. Spouts this giant mushroom. It's like a par. That's like a um. Yeah, it's like a parachute. It's like a parachute mushroom yeah. parachute. Yeah. So. so for the record, Alita's still tied to all of you. Right. Yeah, but, but that everybody... way, there's not like a sudden rope going suddenly tight and jarring everybody yeah. from the cliff. Yeah. The thing I was gonna say was that Alita shouldn't need to be holding weight at this point because everybody but Solinar is up and Solinar is supporting himself on the wall. She's still holding her own weight after holding all of you guys, and it's still a wet metal rung. Yeah, that makes it makes sense that she wouldn't. Okay. Feel. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that's like, oh no, there, there's, there's no way. Like she's absolutely savable, but there's no way her arms would not give out. She is a priest, not a barbarian. Oh, she fell too. I thought she was still on top. No, oh, man. We're all... She would just, she yeah. just succeeded the saving throw to grab the rung. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> this is so much worse than I thought it was. Yeah, y'all are very precarious, man. Boat will save us. Yeah, boat did save Sol- us. Solinar he says, looking down, to... there's a boat at the bottom of the cliff. <laughs> Solinar is going to, uh, seeing seeing that we're in a very precarious position, he's going to be like, uh, everybody brace. And then he's going to try to just swing himself using the one foothold and the one handhold on the branch that he's got up to the protrusion, the like rungs in the wall. All right, so you're going to do that, but the, I mean, I want you to roll for it, but even if you succeed, it's still, you're still going to be tied to Alita, yeah. who her and Kozar feather falling down. Yeah, I know. Well, he's trying to, he's trying to get himself in a position to help lift. Got uh, it. I, I'm not going to lie here. Uh, as good as acrobatics is, I don't think an 11 is going to cut it. Nope. Solonar tries to, I guess, like swing himself up and... And Eleven's definitely not good enough for him to succeed. Is it bad enough that he falls? It's not enough that you fall, but you're not going to be helpful. So I think probably what happens is Solonar goes to swing himself and one hand slips. And so he ends up just like what his foot like falls free of the point it was holding. And he just like scrambles against the wall again to try and regain purchase. All right. Boat, Johannes? is. My grip's still pretty solid. Yeah, you are You are in a really good position. Would I be able to get my legs around the thing as well? So maybe I could free up uh, a hand or my hands to help. Yeah. Like, okay. Let's do that so I can use my arms to maybe like help steady the rope, pull some people, that kind of thing. Okay, cool. Johannes? I have descended from the heavens like a dove on silks. Okay, what what are you doing to help your friends who are plummeting to their deaths? Well, not so much now that Koza's feather falling, but... 
I, everybody, everybody seems like I check around. Everybody seems like we're good. We're all still tied together. I'm holding onto a rung. I'm just kind of getting onto that rung, getting back. You know what they say. When, when you fall off the edge of the side of a cliff, you get back on that cliff. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how the quote goes, right? All right. Solinar is bearing himself. Koza and Alita are feather falling. Boat is trying to pull them back up. Yes. Uh, Boat, I'm going to need you to roll a strength for me. All right. Just raw strength. Raw strength. Boat's all about raw strength. Because today he rolled a 22 on raw strength. Holy smokes. All right. So you can call me tugboat today. (laughs) Yeah, you are tugboat. You're going to be able to pull up the to pull up your party members and get them situated back onto the rungs. Okay. Everybody is now in a position where they are are safe. They are well, sort of. They are they are on the rungs. Uh, Alita is like clinging to Koza for dear life. Uh, and I, all of you are going to be able to get back up the rungs and surprisingly avoided dying. Did I? Uh, I. I'm just because Boat just towed everybody up and he had like Solinar on one side and Alita and Koza on the other. Did he just like hold he's like he grabs both sides with like each hand and then just like wrenches them up like he's doing the rope workout, but with people on the end? <laughs> yeah, more or less. Uh, it's either that or you can imagine Fezzik uh, climbing the cliffs of insanity. With, like, Buttercup, Inigo, and Vizzini. It's just, it's that. (laughs) You all make it to the top of the cliffside, soaked, rattled, and... Rolled. Nauseous, honestly. I'm soaked, I'm rattled, and... uh, 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 Oh, God. Okay. Okay, we're on ground. Ground is safe. Ground is good. Ground is ground is not going to give way underneath my feet. The boat casts uh, Earth Tremor. <laughs> Are you serious? No. <laughs> I was like, first of all, do you have that? Yes. Second of all, you do seriously? Yes. Yes. Rude. That would be so rude for you to do. All right. What about the rest of you? Uh, as as of reaching the top of the cliff. Like, after everybody's safely up there, Solinar unties himself and then, like, just lays down flat, stomach first on the ground and is like, Oh, sweet stable earth, how I've missed you. So you go, you left originally so that you could check on the animals. As you walk over and see them, you see Alita's stag has some kind of tarp laid over his antlers and the other the other animals are crowding under the tarp them's, in an effort to stay dry. Them's some big antlers. <laughs> I said crowding under it. They're not exactly like, it's not spacious. They're <laughs> huddled. It just, it's just all three of their heads and so it looks like they're having a secret meeting under the tarp. <laughs> Yes, that's Just exactly what it looks like. Secret meeting under the tarp next, next to the lightning rod in the thunderstorm. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, what is, a, what is a, a giant metal temple at the top of a cliff, but a, a <laughs> massive lightning rod? That is true. Actually, as you say that, another lightning, uh, another strike of lightning hits the building itself. Oh, no, God hurt me! <laughs> Oh, yeah, because bronze is, like, real conductive, isn't it? Yeah, it's yep. just a... It's I just, didn't think about that. We're, we're all getting micro-shocked, which is a great therapy, maybe. Let's, um, let's get the hell away from that, and then also figure out what the hell is going on with that. Uh, Solonar, like, picking himself up from the ground, indicates vaguely the glowing building underwater. Well, which one of you has the key, by the way? That would be Johannes. What was the form of the key again? It's a it's a bronze gladius. Oh, uh, that's right. I'm just hoping that the way the key opens the temple is not to hold it into the sky and yell, Thundercats! Ho! <laughs> Do you think that'll work? There's thunder, there's cats. Where are their cats? As you say that, um, some some humans in a vaguely theatrical cat forms <laughs> come out and they start to dance and... I am very horrified by this idea that, like, Tabaxi actually just look like the cats movie. 
I, I was I was hoping it's that you were like D and D setting. I was hoping mm-hmm. that you were gonna say that uh, some humans dressed in dark clothes with wide brim hats come out snapping. Are they cool? They got some cool cats. They got some cool cats. I was thinking like there. men in black who were members of the sharks and or jets. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weirdly specific fan fiction. Warriors. Uh, so, All right, guys. Yeah, but, but where are you? You're outside. You're outside the hyperconductive temple. There is a glow shrine. There is a glowing building underneath the ocean, and your animals are damp and grumpy, but not harmed. We should make camp and light a fire and try to dry out a bit. I don't. I don't know that we're going to have a lot of success lighting fire in and Solinar gestures widely at the rain downpouring all of this. We could go back into the back into that shrine. No. <laughs> Not interested. There's fire you. there and shelter there. Uh, uh, true, and if we had rope to go directly to the mouth of that cave, I'd be about it, but uh, I am not going over those rungs again in all of this wet. That is the closest to death I think I've been in some time, and I am not looking to go back. It might not end up being a choice. To go back into the shrine? Uh, Alita looks down at the mirror pendant. I think that glowing building is where we're supposed to go. Oh, no. That makes a lot of sense to oh, me. Oh, glow! But how do we get there? Alita kind of looks at Koza and shrugs. I Do you guys have any ideas? Because, uh... One of these lightning strikes right nearby might give us superpowers. So how far, uh, how far beneath the waves does the glowing building look to be? It is decidedly enough that the building is entirely submerged. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is, it is deep enough that if it's glowing you can kind of you can see it it doesn't look like just a speck in the distance it you can make out more or less what it is but it's not it it's not just a matter of like you wade into the water and it's it's there Solinar shuffles over to the edge of the cliff on on like right at the edge of the cliff he puts himself down on all fours and kind of like leans out over a little bit just to look around the edge of the cliff to see if there's any other pathways or anything like that that seem to lead down. You do see the rungs that lead into the mouth of the cave that lead into the shrine, but you don't see any other pathways. You see dangerous sharp rocks at the bottom of the drop, but nothing else. Uh, I've got an idea. I, I, I saw this once in a play. And Johannes goes up to the edge of the cliff, uh, the lightning striking around him and rumbling in the clouds. He grabs the gladius that's sheathed at his side. He takes it, he draws it, he thrusts it up in the sky triumphantly, and he goes, by the power of Grayskull, I have the power! As you raise the gladius aloft in the storm, it lights up and shoots a beam of light di- connecting directly to the building under the waves. Does it like, reveal fabulous secret powers for him? It does not, but it's very shiny. I will vanquish you, Skeletor! <laughs> you know, sometimes I don't know what he's talking about. I, I always just assume that Johannes kind of lives in his own world. I agree. Me too, ah! <laughs> the, Johannes, what is, are you okay? <laughs> what? Johannes, where did you get that pointy, pointy hat from? <laughs> don't ask Is he any Orko qu- now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Yes, and uh, <laughs> Sky. <laughs> um, it worked. Wait, so did that actually do something? Right. Like I said, it was a beam of light that connected the Gladius to the building, but as soon as he's no longer holding the sword aloft, it dissipates. Oh, I'm holding it. I'm I'm never taking this sword down. All right, so he's still holding it aloft, so it's still connected by a beam of light. I really don't know that this is a good idea in a thunderstorm. We we see how it's treating the building nearby. Another lightning strike hits the building. That's really doing a number on the old eardrums, y'all. So, I'm really confused of where we go now. Well, um, under the water, I guess. I mean... Is it possible that there is a path from the shrine to the temple that goes underground that we didn't explore? That's entirely possible. 
Because other than oh, that, I feel no. like we probably need to get a boat and row out there and then try to see if there's a way to drop down. Alita kind of, like, looks over the cliff. Where are we going to shove a boat off from? Look, I don't have all the answers here. Some of you are going to have to fill in the blanks. I'm just looking at what our options are. I don't think it's appropriate to shove boat off of anything. Boo? Even if he's got more cushion for the cushion. <laughs> uh, come on! <laughs> yeah, boo. Game don't encourage them. Boo, period. <laughs> I, uh, zip line on my light! What? Yeah, we can zip line down. Okay, even if that was a thing that we could do, we would just end up in the water. I trust that about as much as I trust your rock sled idea from the championship competition to get into the games. I remember nothing. So we gotta we gotta get down there, y'all. We do need to get down there. I just don't know how. And also, I'm concerned that you are still holding a very clearly attractive to lightning object into the air near a building that is also very attractive to lightning. Well, I don't want the light beam to go away. So the key wants us to go down there. We need to figure out how to go down there. Ugh. Do we need to retie the rope and go back over these rungs and back into the shrine and try to find some sort of passageway? Upon uh, Solonar saying that, Alita's immediately going to grab onto Koza again. Uh, did we, like, ask the fire spirit if there were, if, did we straight up say, like, is there a way to get to the temple from here? Absolutely not. Okay. At no point. Because I, I don't think you guys connected it. I think we may have to, and the fire spirit's going to be like, well, of course there is, you dummies. <laughs> <laughs> the fire spirit will be like, yeah, you just have to take the rungs back up. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, Johannes is like, well, whatever's going on here, I'm holding this light beam here but I, my hair is getting so frizzy in this rain this is bad news we need to we need to get a fire going we have magic we can get a camp we need to dry out we would okay. need shelter for that well we do have tents doesn't hey koza i know it's been a little while since we did this but doesn't your staff oh. do a giant mushroom thing that could shade us from the storm koza looks at his staff uh oh right and Sticks the staff into the ground. It was a loud <laughs> sound. Yes. It creates the shelter mushroom. The best I mean, umbrella of all time. I was going to say. It's biodegradable. Maybe a little bit further from the giant building that keeps blowing out my eardrums every few minutes with lightning strikes. Uh, but I can wear earplugs. That's fine. We could use the tents to build a hang glider and fly down there. We could just float down there, but I don't think we could swim under swim to it. I think we'll definitely have to. I can't swim. Period. To travel through down down the rungs into the shrine again. Johannes, you don't know how to swim at all. No. Oh well, that'll be a problem. Uh oh. Water temple problems. I mean, is it is it possible that part of the idea is that the temple comes up out of the water? Like we just have to do something? What if is there is there like a slot in the shrine where we put the sword and then that I don't know that I want anybody interacting with the shrine right now. With all the lightning, it just seems dangerous. Here's my yeah, vote. We we wait out this storm. And then we go investigate the clearly very lightning-attractive building, and we see if there's something to do with the Gladius there. And if there's nothing to do with the Gladius there, then we proceed from there with something else, I guess. Does that seem favorable to everyone? I do think we should take a moment to, to rest and prepare, um, since we have our shelter here. It would be a good idea to, to build a fire and dry out some. Do we have fuel that's dry for a fire? I mean, I've got I've got a few sticks from last time we camped in my saddlebags. Those will still be pretty dry. I don't I don't know that that's enough to build a fire, like at least not a big one. Right. Though maybe we could do something with magic. Hold on. Um, Johannes, can I see the sword? Yeah. 
She's going to take the Gladius from Johannes and kind of hold it up, have it do the light thing, put it back down. And she keep, she seems to be trying to figure something out while you guys are preparing camp. How big is the mushroom that we're under? Pretty big. I think it's the <laughs> Have size... you ever been to Bonnaroo? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's enough to be a solid, like, shield from the rain for all of you comfortably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a 20-foot radius. Yeah, radius? So that's yeah. a 40-foot 40, 40 diameter. Yeah. 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 Oh, my so God. That's a that's a larger than most houses in this era. <laughs> yeah, so there's uh, definitely enough room for everybody under here. Yeah, including the animals. Yeah, yeah. it's bigger than I thought it was. I yeah. thought it was, like, 20-foot diameter, not 20-foot radius. Is like it, like, 60-foot tall? Am I recalling that correctly? Yeah, but in my mind, it, it doesn't go that tall. But, I mean, it could be that tall. It could be more of a... Uh... It could be like a conical mushroom. Like I yeah. said, have you ever been to Bonnaroo? <laughs> <laughs> so you rest throughout the night and regain all your spell slots. Also, you all have leveled up. I, wait, I wake feeling stronger than ever before. And smarter and more talented at things. What level are we? Are we five? We're five now. Oh, my God. You know what that means? I never have to ask again, does anyone have reduce enlarge? As he takes his first level in wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in Tasha's, it's a bard spell now. Yeah, which wizards can take. Yeah. I was about to say, please don't take a level in wizard. Wizard. Yeah, I'll do sorcerer. Though you do wake to a new morning, the storm has not subsided. Neither has the glow of the temple. Can we use the sword to get into that building that was up here that uh, I talked about melting, but we couldn't get something hot enough? Are you asking his boat or are you asking his Brandon? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, it it looks like you can do something with the temple with the sword. Okay. Why, Why does it look like that? Uh... I want to be really clear here because it sounds like we're interchangeably using the terms temple and shrine. Mm-hmm. So, are you asking if you can get into the shrine using the sword? Uh, yeah, because wasn't there like some above ground thing with pillars and like a bronze? Yes, there uh, isn't. There is an above ground structure that is part of the shrine. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Are you going to take the gladius there? Yes. Cool. Like a uh, pilgrimage. So you take the gladius from Alita who has given up trying to figure out what she needs to do for this, uh, and walk into the building. The lightning has subsided a little bit, though you kind of feel an energy in the building underneath your feet from the multiple lightning strikes. If you touch someone right now, you could just really ruin their day. (laughs) (laughs) If you You wear wool socks and your hair stands on edge. If you touch Johannes right now, you could really ruin his hair day. Yeah. Um... You see in the ornate carvings in the walls that make up the shrine a couple of spots that look like very thin and narrow, but also rectangular in a way that seems familiar. Hmm. I touch it with the sword. Stab the wall. I- stab it. Yeah. Stab this do wall you to stab, death. Do you stab the wall? Yeah. Yeah. I as, thrust as you hard. St- Oh, come on, man. All right, as you... All right, fine, I won't thrust hard. It'll just be the tip. (laughs) As you insert the sword into the slot... uh, Oh my god, that's the most unromantic thing I've ever heard. You... Boat needs to stop romancing everything, (laughs) all right? Boat X Bronze Shrine is not a ship I'm getting behind. Uh, As you insert the Gladius... uh, part of one of the walls descends into the floor, making an opening and an entrance to the shrine itself. I found the door. In fairness, it was loud enough as it descended that all of you heard it. So basically, you guys are like hanging out, getting packed up and figuring out what you're going to do. Then you hear a shunk. I found the door, guys. <laughs> we, we slept it, outside wait, wait, wait. in the rain for the, no reason. The door, the door, the door goes down, and then all of a sudden, there's this like really uh, like ambient, loud bass line in the boom. <laughs> I, I can't make like the sound of a door sliding into the floor. Yeah, you can. All yeah, look, just try. 
It's that easy. Oh, you're right. I could do that. Yeah. 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 So it sounds like this. And then you hear uh, Boat shout out that he's found the door. And then we hear a giant cork, the giant cork noise in the sky. No, there is no cork noise in the sky. You guys are going to start a cult for the new for the new Forgotten Realms god Corkius. And he's going to be the god of cork noise. You know Corkius we, is going to make it into an OPD now. We weren't. <laughs> We weren't before, but we sure as hell are now. Yeah. God, you've un- God you've uncorked GM. this, Alex. You've uncorked this evil <laughs> under the world. What do, I, what do I see when I look at the door? Uh, you actually see a wide passage into the worship room. Um, all right. I carefully go in. There is nothing new or different that you have noticed uh, of the of the shrine, other than when you walk in, it is now a little bit better lit because it has a door open to the outside. Because you're level five. So you find yourself in the room with the pews and the large dragon statue. The smell of incense is still hanging in the air here. All right. Um, and there's still that collection plate with the money. Alex right. just wants you to steal it. She just like, <laughs> and it gets close. It bumps you. It, it says, just right. take me on it. How far away from the collection plate am I? 20 feet. Um, I'm going to back up uh, maybe another 30 feet from it. Mm-hmm. Boat's eyes are going to roll into the back of his head. He's going to stand there in kind of a T pose with his arm out, looking up to the sky. He's concentrating. He's reciting like a basic like monosyllabic mantra that he learned when he was at the monastery. And then all of a sudden, uh, a force just sort of emanates from him in a vaguely humanoid form. And you can only see it for a fraction of a second before this spectral servant becomes unseen. And then uh, Boat will command it to go forward and pick up the, um, the offering plate. The unseen servant, though you cannot see him do this. Wait, wait, uh, goes what's up- his name? Um, or their their name? Dingy, because I'm boat, and it's an emanation. Uh, from that's me. all I wanted. Yeah, great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> the unseen servant goes forward and picks up the collection plate with like a hundred and two gold, I think, on it. Mm-hmm. It then stands there. What do you mean I, it? I, it has a name, Alex. I summon my servant back to me. Wanders over to you with the plate. Okay, I take it. Add 102 gold to your inventory. <laughs> I will do that. Um, uh, as you are stashing that in your bag, the rest of the party is going to arrive into the room. Well, I got here and all the gold was gone, so it looks like somebody has been in since we were here. Can I roll you insight? Deception. <laughs> yeah, you roll deception, uh, Koza, roll insight. Johannes draws his weapons. Yeah, 19. Yeah, 7. Yeah, he seems on the up and up. That's really strange. We should, We're going to find this. We should this. be careful. What else is in the room? The giant dragon statue, the pews, and the doors that lead to the other rooms. Okay. Um, I want to go investigate where the, um, again, where the um, offering plate was. See if I can find a switch or something or a place for a sword to go or something like that. There is an altar and the <laughs> altar is immediately in front of the dragon statue. All right. I'll investigate that. The dragon statue or the altar? The altar first. Okay. As you look around the altar, roll investigation. 18. You are able to find in a hidden compartment in the altar a small scroll. It is written in Draconic. I don't speak Draconic. I don't think you read it either. Can I recognize that it is Draconic? Yes. Yeah, you're 164th dragon. You would definitely recognize that. Yeah, but I mean... That doesn't mean that I'm super familiar with all of it. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's draconic, but I don't know for certain. Um is anybody uh anybody here to read draconic? Um I do. Alita? I do. Alright. I think Koza does as well. I do not. Oh. oh. That's disappointing. <laughs> Alita's so disappointed in Koza. She's le- he's let her <laughs> down. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not cheek. She set him up to set him up to well, fail. Because I too. thought Chapman was about to say that Koza did. She set him up really to fail. She's like, I think oh. Koza can. Oh no, no, you can't. No, you're uh, disappointing. <laughs> it's very disappointing in you, Koza. Uh, check out, check out this secret scroll that I found hidden in here. Tell me what it says. She unrolls it and kind of like spends a moment looking at it and then says, "It says Koza is uneducated. <laughs> this is really old." Like, this hasn't been touched in a really long time. Before the dragons have disappeared. What's long it say? time. 
Insert the key at the base of the wing and turn. Are you serious? Somebody left like IKEA instructions for this thing? <laughs> That's still is it a drawing? One. Is is it a drawing of a little squat knight putting a sword? <laughs> Into it. Wait, it came with a little tiny bar that you're supposed to use to rotate to get the key out. Yeah, the key is really just, uh, it's an Allen wrench. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is this is high fantasy, so it's an, it's a wrench of Allen. <laughs> um, all right, I uh, go over to the base of the wing looking for uh, a slot. You do find one. It's right, shoddily uh, constructed, so you can easily find it. It's silver <laughs> against the rest of the bronze. It was clearly added at post-manufacture. It's, yeah. after, oh, it's no. an aftermarket add-on. Mm-hmm. Um, I insert the sword and turn it. As you turn it, dust begins to fall from the ceiling, and the ground begins to rumble. Everybody out! Everybody out! <laughs> Boat starts heading back up to the to the surface. Boat bounds in front the, of everyone. Uh, do you, do you take the gladius with you? No, I'm leaving it there. It's triggered something, so. All right, so as you, <laughs> as you begin, <laughs> as you begin sprinting out of the shrine, the dragon statue begins to slide slowly to the side, revealing a passage. Electric slide. Oh, no. Well, now it looks like it looks like I've discovered the way forward. Look. He says, like five feet away from the exit. Looks like <laughs> I've discovered the way forward. <laughs> this is one boat that doesn't need a lighthouse to know where to go. <laughs> he was partially saying that it's just running away like a coward. <laughs> Now that I've determined that the passageway is safe. He says, re-entering the room. <laughs> I will approach it carefully. <laughs> Alina was just standing there with the scroll as Boat just like sprinted past her. Because <laughs> it wasn't taking that long for it to reveal. All right, so you guys have revealed this passageway. Can we see anything? Uh, you can see stairs. And a couple of the torches, as you look in light, it looks like just like the ones that had been built into the shrine, they will light as you enter the room. There's a blue and yellow welcome mat that says welcome in. It's very dusty from years and years and years of being forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, so we're entering the forgotten realms. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, we, we go down the stairs. Right? Yes. Grab a torch. <laughs> I guess there's still torches. Are there still auto lighting torches? Yes. Okay. Though you can grab one of them off the wall if you so choose. Yeah, if they're auto lighting. I don't want to. If I. Yeah, I don't want to mess with that magic. All right. The passage that you enter is ornately carved, if incredibly dusty from years and years and years of disuse. As you enter, as, as you walk down the passageway, the air starts to smell saltier and mustier and older. You walk for a significant amount of time, feeling like you're sort of going on an incline downward. The passage weaves around a couple of times before you reach close to the end. Though at the door, there is, in the corner, not obscuring the door in any way, is a small, strange growth that smells odorous and pulses oddly. What does it look like? It looks fleshy and veiny. It's this discolored sort of waterlogged skin texture and color. Um, how big is it? While it's bloated, it seems to be roughly the size of maybe a kickball. It's in the corner next to the door. Well, that's gross. Hey, that's gross. <laughs> Why don't you go check it uh, out, Johannes? No. Sol is gonna put an ear to the wall. Can he hear can he hear uh waves moving? Like yes. Water moving. Oh yeah. We're we're definitely super duper underwater right now, just in case you all hadn't put that together for yourselves. All your ears pop. Oh. Okay. I need some gum. <laughs> Kozo was the first to jump in because Pop goes the weasel. 
But um, tis. I I like sidestepping to avoid this growth because I don't want it to explode and for me to smell like a the sailor. I I open this door. Wait, does this growth look fungal? No, it does not. It looks almost animal. What's the opposite of fun? Boring. <laughs> it looks boringle. <laughs> so you walk into a room. There is an odd familiarity to it. A grand statue of a bronze dragon, its wings spread wide, is sitting in the center of this room. You see that there is a large well of water underneath it. Underneath it to the side. It's not directly under it. Um, but in this same room, there there is that really deep, dark pool of water. There is nothing else to this room that you can see other than the torches that surround it. There is a plaque in front of it that speaks, uh, while in Draconic, it is easily translated by Alita to tell you that it speaks of the glory of bronze dragons and those who follow lie here beyond in the depths. Above the plaque is a slot, uh, slightly rectangular, that tapers in on both edge, on both corners. You're gonna stab that, right? You want me to stab it? It looks exactly like the other things that you've stabbed. All right. Let's I, go for why it. would you change? Why would you change your character build now? Roll to stab. So you insert the gladius into the slot, and the again the ground rumbles, dust falls from the ceiling, ah! <laughs> and boat begins running back away down the down the tunnel. He's just doing um, stadiums. The bronze dragon statue begins to rotate down revealing a staircase and the entrance to the bronze temple. Since my players can't derail me here at the end bumper, now is my chance to tell you about Alarian Archives. Available for our Patreon subscribers at the $5 tier, Alarian Archives is a separate podcast that acts as a deep dive into Virian. It's history, characters, how I create the content for QPR, and even more than that. This is only one of the awesome perks to our Patreon. So if you'd like to check out some playable content written by the QPR cast, as well as additional QPR content like side episodes, check us out on patreon.com slash goblinscrawlers. We're only able to put this show out because of the support of awesome listeners like you. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts and keep on rolling. Get in the zone. (laughs) Hey, AutoZone, if you want to sponsor us, uh, Chapman will say get in the zone as many times as you need. Dude, I'm in the zone now. That was a really good get in the zone. That was a stellar get in the zone. Look, and if you don't pay me for getting the zone, I will start singing. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. parts.